Welcome to episode 61 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Uh, this is has turned into our April one-on-one-on-one uh, episode. It was going to be next week, but our guests had to move to next week. She shifted some stuff around. So it's the three of us here against some of our wheels. Uh, <laughs> someone's excited to see you, Katie. I don't know who it is. It's Facebook user. Aww. Could be Kelly. She's supposed to be in any of the chat. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the mouse. I'm not seeing it either since Katie hit my mouse on my computer. Well, I just shared the video and said, if you want to see me all doped up. Oh, it was Ilana. I thought that was my next guest, actually. If you want to see me all doped up on Benadryl, check us out. I would like to apologize in advance if things I say don't make sense. Or if I look like I'm spaced out, if you're watching the video, because I am. (laughs) I have taken the allotted amount of Benadryl that a human can ingest in the last 24 hours. And in the last 24 hours, I have only been awake for six. Um, and that has not been all at once. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of day. I, I sound horrible, but I really do feel better than I did yesterday. <laughs> um, and my doctor assured me it was just a sinus infection. I want to point out, I got little scrolly things going across the bottom. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. That's for our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to Ooh, uh, hey. sponsors? What? I got I got to see the first iteration of my new website today. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I have like three pages of changes, but that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Let's do, our, do that. Sure. Here we go. Are you looking for a high-quality PVC rack? Look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile show near you. Visit lsreptileracks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. That sounded horrible, I bet. <laughs> I, just, I just figured out why I couldn't see the comments, because I had it clicked on private chat and not comments up here. That'll do it. <clears throat> That'll do it. Uh, our other sponsor... Herbs Reptile Shows, which we've been busy with Herbs Reptile Shows lately, but I'll give you a rundown of the shows that are coming up, and then we will uh, we'll give a brief overview of our last show we had. It was pretty good for some of us. So, coming up, I'm super excited about this weekend. It is the Slidell Herbs Reptile Show, April 17th and 18th, and everybody can hear our dryer okay, yell at us. Okay, yeah. Uh, April 17th and 18th in Slidell, Louisiana. We haven't been there, it feels like, in forever. Um, I'm expecting this to be a very, very big show. Yeah, uh, a lot of people. So that's going to be a good one. <clears throat> the week after, or two weeks after, I get a small break, is May 1st, May 2nd in Stafford, Texas. I've never done that show, but that's your home show, Robert. 15 minutes from the house. Someone gets to sleep in their bed that night. That's why when Katie texted me like two weeks ago and said, where are y'all staying for Stafford? I said, my bed. <laughs> Maybe we'll kick Lucky you know out of his bed. Shit. I have not booked a hotel for this weekend yet. We did today. Okay. I did that that in a one-hour increment that I was awake during the day today. Yeah. Because I woke up with like 50 text messages on my phone. Yeah. And like three missed calls from me. Yeah. Yep. I don't don't remember you leaving this morning. Nothing. 
Dallas and Amanda, they're going to be there this weekend. They're going to hang out with us. They are. I'm so I've, I've got to be healthy by well, this weekend. Because Dallas and Amanda are going to be there. Our friend April is coming. April's in. coming down. April's going to have some babies to sell. And of course. Not baby humans, baby snakes. All of our cool vendor friends are going to be there. Oh, then, yeah, everyone we've seen for the last two weeks, which I has know. been awesome. It's been nice. Well, this show, we'll see some that we don't see often because true. Yeah. We get a lot of the people from the East. Debbie. Come to Debbie's. Show. Debbie's going to be there. I don't think I've seen her since before Christmas. Conroe. Whatever that was. January. She was at Corpus, but you guys weren't at Corpus. We weren't so at, we're at Corpus. Corpus. Uh, let me give the next couple shows real quick. Uh, Pueblo, Colorado. May 15th, 16th, Austin, Texas, May 22nd, 23rd, Lafayette, Louisiana, June 5th and 6th, and then the big 100 party, Conroe, Texas, June 12th, 13th. That's going to be a big one. Yep. That's going to be fun. Crawfish, Chris Eaton's coming down, hopefully. What? We're not doing crawfish. Why are we not doing crawfish? We're not doing crawfish. It's not crawfish season. Because it's going to be the end of the season. It's going to be small. It's going to be more expensive. So what are we doing? I'm sure it's barbecue. Yeah, I can do that. As long as it doesn't suck. <laughs> no, Darren, I did not get to go hog hunting because someone made me work my entire spring break. Oh, he's fun. <laughs> Who texted me today and said I'd rather be real building racks today? That was true. I did I did say that in the middle of class. I just texted. No, we didn't get to go hog hunting. We will do that at some point, but we had to get I mean it's a, a long stretch of shows. Someone was supposed to go turn the buzzer off on the dryer. Someone doesn't feel good and doesn't want to get up because if I get up I may not come back in here. Well, that's not very nice. It's, you have a a loving public that I wants do, you here, and that loving public understands that I don't feel good and I need to go back to sleep. If you think the public understands things, you haven't read Facebook lately. <laughs> so, uh, we, we had a busy stretch. We didn't get to go uh, do much, but we got a lot of stuff built, and it was good. I had fun. I mean, except for like the day where I couldn't move because my back was killing me, and I took Benadryl and passed out because of my allergies literally passed out on the tile floor in my shop. Yeah. Yeah. I was no blanket, no pillow, just this huge man which, laying on the floor. Like which this. was interesting getting up because my back still hurt and uh that took a while. Yeah, so yeah. that with Benadryl, that reaction has been me since seven o'clock last night. Because one Benadryl knocks me out. And I've been taking two every five hours. Keep talking. I'm eating a bagel bite. I know. So, speaking of the internet, in this local Facebook group, someone posted a picture, non-snake group, just a regular group, posted a picture of a decayed brown snake and said, what is this? It has been identified as everything copperhead. from a snake to a copperhead to a cotton mouth. And then there's this guy who looks like Joe Exotic who is cursing everybody out and saying you shouldn't handle snakes because now venomous – I'm sorry – Poisonous snakes are crossbreeding with non-poisonous snakes. So they have the color of the non-poisonous snake, but then they bite you, and everyone that gets bit by them dies. Oh, hell, I can make a fortune on that. That is not how that works. I thought he was joking. So I engaged him with a couple of words, and he (laughs) is 100% serious. He's a flat Um, earther, isn't he? uh, Probably so. Oh, look at that. There's Otis with Logan's baseball glove. Let me go get that from him. Oh, no. Chris, we're looking forward to seeing you, too. I hadn't seen you in forever. I know. I don't think we've seen him since Conroe. <coughs> so Stafford's 14 or 15 hours and 45 minutes. Conroe's 15. So it looks like you need to come to Conroe. It's, that's closer. 
just come on down. It'll be fun. Less 30 minute drive. Yeah. Oh, there's Robert. <laughs> so yeah, I spent last week at Robert's place. Um, it was interesting. I got to watch the, the plastic get cut. That was fun. Yeah. That's a fun machine. Helped me design a new rack that I built today. Yes. I'm looking forward to that and some tweaks on it. It's, it's going to be awesome. Are you yeah. bringing one to the, uh, to the show in Slidell? You bring that one? Bring it two. Bring it two. So people will have to come see the new rack that we kind of designed. Uh, I don't really know if you can even call it a rack. It's more of just a, a tub system, a one, a single tub system that you can actually see your animal in. Yeah, it's a single tub oh, enclosure. That's what you were telling me about. It's a single tub enclosure that allows you to see your your animal if, if you want. <clears throat> uh, if you want the joy and ease of keeping in a rack, but you like the idea of being able to see your animal in a tank. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I like it. It 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 needs a few tweaks, like you said, but um, overall, it's pretty pretty rare to nail it on the first try. And I think we got it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that one. That one's going to do well. Speaking of doing well, this past mm-hmm. weekend we did the my uh, rage on blank Beaumont show, and one New of us Texas. one of us did really well. One of us came home with absolutely nothing but an empty trailer, and I don't own a trailer. Yeah, it was a it was a kick ass show. I uh, I really enjoyed it, man. Those those Beaumont people came out with money. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I think I sold I sold ninety percent of what I brought with me in the first two hours on Saturday. Oh yeah. I probably I probably could have sold twenty five three tub seventies this weekend if I would have had them with me. Yeah, you you ran out of sold signs at one point. I'm, was, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. At one point, Sean came up to the front. I was working the register, and he was like, "Holy crap, Robert is almost out of everything. It's not yeah. even noon yet." <laughs> yeah, no, it was like 11:40, and I'm yeah, I'm like just taking money and swiping a card, and I look down, and I'm like, "Holy shit, it's like 11:45. We've been open for less than two hours." They went and, straight uh, to you when they got there. Yeah. They knew what they wanted, and, and, and took care. Of and I sat next to him with my little bioactive <laughs> enclosures twiddling my thumbs for two days. Yep. You sold some. Yeah. I did sell some. My my partner but Tracy was at yeah. was at the show in Wichita. She killed it. And she annihilated that show. And I also want to give uh, a big props to John Grant. I don't want to get up. I thought we already took care of No. Jesus Christ. Y'all are just going to get to hear our dryer for the next two hours. Uh, but John Grant had a huge show. It was his first show selling dry goods. And he was all paranoid and all of us kept telling him it would be okay. And it was okay. It was very, very okay. Uh, Bergoli, yes. All you got to do is holler at me when you're ready, man. And Cold Black Exotics. Yeah, I still have my my Dubia in it. Um, it's doing great. I actually just had 10 of those racks ordered for two different people that are raising large amounts of Dubia. One of them already has two or three of them and love it so much they ordered five more. Um, then the other one, he's just getting into large quantities of Dubia. And when he saw the rack, he was like, I want five of those because yeah. that's going to, it, 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 he'll be able to keep more Dubia in a smaller footprint. Yeah. You've sold like mm-hmm. 13 or 14 of them and only one has snakes in it. I didn't even sell that one. I gave that one a true. That's true. Jason Brumley won that one and has chondros in it. Everyone else has used it for roaches and it apparently is working amazingly for roaches. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because you plug it in, put thermostat on it, set it at 90 degrees and they go crazy. Make sure you feed them and give them some water crystals down again and they go nuts. 
Katie's asking if she can blow her nose. No, I asked if you could hear me blow my nose from the kitchen. Was that what that noise was? I thought it was a Shut trumpet. Up. <laughs> I didn't hear it, Katie. Okay, thanks. I could have done it right here. I thought we you were talk saying about I it farted. if you want. I thought you were saying like I farted. Did you? Smell? No, I asked if you could hear me blow my nose. Oh, the antibiotics are doing its job. Unfortunately, yeah, my good. poor little nose can't handle it much longer. Dallas <laughs> says he could use a doobie rack. And I'm not bringing it, unfortunately, because I only have so much space in the trailer, and I had to cut that one out for the weekend, unfortunately. Well, it's like Dallas is going to have to make a trip farther west. Next or time. we're going to make a road trip to see their new pet store this summer. Oh, well, that's yeah, true. Definitely. That is true. We can make a trip out there and deliver we've it. we've got a lot of friends that live in that area that we haven't seen in quite a few years. That I is true. That. I was, not Arkansas, it's Alabama. Alabama. Arkansas, Alabama. I said the wrong A state. I don't really love Alabama, but I like it. They're not far from Gulf Shores. Uh, they are pretty far from Gulf Shores. They're thin. It's like 45 minutes drive. No, it's not. Not even close. Or Panama City. It's about an hour from Dothan. It's like a Dothan. straight drive down. About an hour. Panama City, that's what it is. They're not in Dothan, though. No, they're in Ozark. Yeah. We got friends. Which is them. like an extra 30 minutes north. Okay, let's just, I can't follow this conversation. Or do because, geography. Well, what everybody knows what we're talking so a lot of people probably don't know what we're talking about. Dallas and Amanda signed for their building today, so they're officially opening their pet store in mid June, right guys? I'm sure you'll comment here shortly. I was going to June find fourteenth. I was gonna be good and I was gonna bring it up later when I saw their posts on our page, but damn everybody jumped the gun. We're excited for it. <laughs> Fuck that. Go Troy. <laughs> Go Trojans. <clears throat> Where is it? Oh, uh, June of 2021, opening in Ozark, it'll be Wiregrass Exotics, specializing in reptile and amphibian uh, sale, care, and education. Keep watching for more exciting news about them. It's going to be awesome. 820 Andrews Avenue, suite number five, Ozark, Alabama. Ozark, that little uh, speed bump between Troy and Dothan. Yep. Just keep driving on north. You can pass through Ozark. Just go to Troy. <laughs> yeah. So, we maybe we'll... If, if someone orders a bunch of racks for their new store, maybe we'll deliver them this summer. There you go. That could be arranged. In between us moving to Texas at some point this summer. And shows. And shows. And camp. We only have and one camp. show in the month of July. Yeah, but Joe and I are at camp for two weeks in July. In July? Well, they move in June. Huh? They'll move in June. Anyways. Uh... Oh, they're, so Dallas is open for June 14th or sooner. Jesus Christ, our washing machine is about to take off in the background. Yeah, in about 20 <laughs> minutes, our washing machine is going to go off. Anybody say it's not, by the way, it's not a helicopter. That's our washing machine, in case yeah. anybody's curious. Uh, so our question this week, let me go ahead and pull it up. And I had a very good reason for asking this question. This is my question. This was your question. It is, what is an animal you bought that was a spur-of-the-moment purchase and what made you buy it? Because I got something this weekend. Yeah. I got two something. Yes, you did. Yeah, oh, you did. hush. I'm oh, sorry. I'm reading everybody. I know it's, it's hard. I'm reading everybody's stuff. What the? <laughs> That's one of my really good longtime friends. Uh, when I was a detective, he used to always call me Dick Powers. Nice. That was, uh, I wish my parents would have named me Richard because I would straight up go by Dick Powers. <laughs> There's probably a reason why they didn't. Rob can take cards. Rob can take anything. Trust me. Yes. 
Wait. All of them. I even take Chime now, apparently. That's a thing? That? Isn't That's that the a thing. Chime is the the stuff in your stomach when it grinds and balls up together. That is not. Sure. That is, that is called Chime. Oh, and all your food in your stomach balls up as it's grinding in your stomach? That mass of stuff is called chime. It's very hard to focus on. Ooh, y'all see what Callie Grant just said? She can't wait for them to move to Texas either. I know. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, oh, Brigoli. Oh, I want red-eyed crock skinks. They're going to be living north of I-10, so they're still Yankees. <sighs> yeah, but you know, as soon as they move to Texas, you're going to be like, hey, you know what we need? A tiger. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rick just got two caracals last week. Oh my gosh. Gotta love Texas and their big cats. Well, the Caracol's not a big yep. cat. It's a small cat. Yeah. But he went ahead and got two of them. So, Aww. you know. Hey, there's Chris. I'm eating a bagel bite still. I know you are. Ugh, I sound mm. like death. Robert, tell us your spur of the moment purchase. It's here, but I want you to go ahead and explain it. An adult male pyro. It's Robert's. I know, but now he can explain. I'm sure. I'm sure prompted he him. I'm sure he knew. Eat your yeah. bagel bites and leave me alone. An Arizona Mountain King that I was at a pet store that some that we do we sell ASFs to, and uh, they didn't know what it was. They just knew that it was a king snake of some kind. So I knew immediately what it was, but still second guess myself. So I sent a picture to Jerry Salmon, and he immediately responded and said, "That's one of the best looking Arizona Mountain Kings I've ever seen." It is nice. So I traded them the ASFs that they were buying from me for that, and. Uh, brought him home and he's in quarantine in the game room because I don't have any room I don't have another room to set up quarantine in and when we got home you know late Sunday from the show Logan hollers down from upstairs hey dad uh, did you move the pyro somewhere uh, no because well his tub's open so of course that makes everyone go upstairs we start looking for him Finally find him in the ba- kid's bathroom on the third shelf up from the floor, curled up in some blankets. Oh, my gosh. Lily, Lily, of all people, found him, too, and scared the shit out of her. But, you know, he's super chill, so Logan just reached in and grabbed him and took him out. And we figured out that Lily's cat has, was out while we were gone this weekend and must have opened the tub. That's insane. Yeah. <coughs> I just want to answer real quick. Randy, the reason I'm eating them so aggressively is because Chris Eaton is judging me for eating at dinner time every time I'm on a podcast. I can't help that I record dinner time. With with that being said, because I'm not feeling well, James was responsible for dinner tonight because I had a can of soup. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not upset that I'm eating bites. bagel bites. That's okay. I have a Wendy's burger here that was made incorrectly that I'm not going to eat, so that's oh. wonderful. Yeah. All right, so, I swear I feed him. Yeah, bagel bites. Our next one was uh, Amanda Ruiz. Speaking of the Ruiz, Daytona in a, in our I keep wanting to say NARBC now. Yeah, National Reptile Breeders Expo 2019. He act, uh, we accidentally accumulated 23 rat snakes I in a weekend. I don't know how you accidentally accumulate 23. At some snakes, point, you've got to realize you're buying. Them. That's a lot of snakes to accidentally accumulate, and that's a lot of shit. Those are rat snakes. They shit a lot. That's 23 snakes that poop a lot. Uh, they said it was not planned, but we tend to always have spe- uh, space set up empty, and something pops up. We're like, yeah. There's room for those. Um, I don't plan for stuff, but I find room. Randy, have you met James? I don't know that grown man is the right term for him. When does a grown man not eat bagel bites for dinner? You need to shut up, Randy. Bagel bites are good. 
I don't like bagel bites. I just ate one for the first time. Yeah, but you also don't like raisin cane sauce, and so I question your taste buds. I don't like mini condiments. Condiments. Condom. Condom mints. Stop, James. You can buy them in mint flavored. Keep reading. Oh, God. Bitches and Katie. Yep. (laughs) There you go. There's Callie's answer. (laughs) Callie says the 50 hog noses noses they purchased. Yes, but I've seen him sell those hog noses. Y'all are doing pretty good on the 50 hog noses purchased. Yeah, I'm Amanda sitting right next to three. Actually, four of them. Four of them. Yeah, you probably should uh, write the write it in the right color, John. Just saying. Yeah. If it's if it's a boy, you probably shouldn't write it in pink. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Joe Chaloner said his first monocle cobra. Always wanted one, and Alicia made the mistake of letting uh, Joe and his daughter Destiny go to the Herps Conroe show without her. And Destiny encouraged him, and Alicia wasn't there to say no, so he bought a monocle cobra. Hey, that's how we end up with a crested gecko at our house. That's a little different, though. Yeah, my crested gecko can't kill me. I guess you could choke on it. Middle of the night, just <laughs> climbs anything. No, James. <laughs> no. Oh, Callie also said they had three of those hog noses they purchased lay for them. So That's cool. Ooh, I need to check. Really quick. That's free money right there. No. No, no eggs for you. Uh, <clears throat> oh, JT wrote... <laughs> Red Aki monitor that Sean Gray. That's an awesome Aki monitor, though. Cool Aki monitor. I saw that when it, uh, I think it was Conroe, was where it was. Mm-hmm. I think, maybe. No, it was another. I don't know where it was, but I liked it. Let's see. Uh, Victor said, I bought a, ugh, I bought a ferret for my mom's Christmas gift. She didn't want it, so he got a ferret. But did you want a ferret to begin with and were like secretly hoping that your mom would like want it? That's like buying your wife a chainsaw for Christmas and being like, oh, well. <laughs> you don't need this chainsaw? Or like Sean Gray, who buys his wife Aldabra tortoises for Valentine's Day. Oh, she saying, was excited about that. I was shooting there. She was. Uh, Scott Borden said, over the years, so many, a red pygmy rattlesnake comes to mind. Uh, years ago, for one example. That was at Hamburg, where people can buy whatever the hell they want at Hamburg. Okay, wait. We have to mark this moment down in history, because Callie Grant just said, you, to an animal, and I never in my life thought that she would have an animal. <laughs> that is she true. not a fan That of. is true. She's you a possum. You're a quaddy, a possum, a monkey, and you're like, oh no, ferrets. I've had a very bad experience with a ferret, so I'm not a fan of ferrets. That's um, a weird way to say My sister had one of I had a bad experience. And that thing was the devil. It hated me with a passion. It would be perfectly happy. I'd walk in the room and that sucker would shoot across the room to attack me. Maybe it just really likes you. No. Like Beastmaster. No. With his two ferrets. No. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> he bought his wife a, a blue tegu for the anniversary. Nice. Yeah, but knowing the two of them, that was for her and she enjoyed <laughs> the blue tegu. I don't know who that is. You do know who that is. Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. You've listened to his daughter's podcast. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, yeah, ferrets suck. They smell bad. I'm with that. Uh, Maddie McCann said last year I went into a reptile shop to get bedding and look around because they always the, my arm they arm always arm. have cool animals there. And she left with a baby hypo BCI or technically BI now boa, a hypo boa. That's an okay well, one to leave with. I'm cool with that. Who hasn't gone to a store to pick up dry goods and left with an animal? <laughs> Me, I'm too, I'm too poor to go in and buy an animal. I find yeah. if you don't have any money, it makes it easier not to buy anything. <laughs> well, yeah. You did end up with a raffle ticket this weekend, even though you didn't want to. That's true. Someone else bought me the raffle ticket, though. <laughs> and I did not win. Right. 
Neither did uh, I. Travis says Ramphiophis, uh, because my kid sat there and gave me sad puppy eyes for uh, half an hour over them, and then he bought them. Those are big snakes. Yeah. I didn't know what they were. I had to Google it. <laughs> That's the one that uh, April's trying to get rid of. Uh-huh. Her beak snakes. So if anybody out there wants beak snakes. She bring them this weekend? She probably is bringing them this weekend. She should. I'm sure somebody there will want them. So if anybody wants Ramphios- Ramphiophis, come to uh, Slidell. Find me. There should be two of them there. Uh, Ryan Cox said it's Sulawesi retic. Honestly, I was in a dark place working 70 hours a week. And seeing that stupid face turned me into a beardy mom. Uh, best money I've ever spent because that's my favorite animal. That's hilarious. That worked out. Uh, Ryan Holland said veiled chameleon. Went for a blue tongue skink and left with a chameleon. That's, that's a little bit different. That's different. I knew nothing about them, as most people that buy chameleons don't. Uh, but I had to have it because it was cool and cheap. Dumb impulse. But now I'm really into chameleons. So that, that worked out. Uh, unlike somebody else's impulse chameleon buy. They were teeny tiny. They were. Two of them. Yeah. Probably too small. That was not good. Chris Sexton, <laughs> Flemish giant rabbit. I mean, because why not have a rabbit that looks like a Roger Rabbit? And she true. was even litter box trained. That's pretty cool. That's a big ass rabbit. Yeah. Those are, that's a lot of rabbit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rosa said, almost every snake my wife has pointed at and said, we should get one of those because it's the opposite of let me check with my wife. Which Robert had a let me check with my wife moment and it ended exactly how everybody thinks it does. The dude never came back. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> on the back. Yep. I knew the moment the guy was like, let me go check with my wife. That's the, the international <laughs> sign of, I, I'm not buying that. Yeah. He said, See, mine, how I much, gotta go he, said, my husband. he said, how much is that 10 tub 70 all casters? I said, 885. Oh, yeah, let me go talk to my wife. And then he walked right across and talked to somebody about snakes. And James and I were like, yeah, he'll never come back. Yeah. I tend to go and talk to James before I buy things. Oh, yeah. You're. Whatever those things were you bought this weekend took you two days to convince him. Yep. We're going to talk Sorry, about I'm that try, when he's done with to, his post. Trying to take something away from the freaking dog and I'll have a bit of The dog that shit in the middle of my bed while I was there. It's <laughs> funny. I went and you go to bed and there's just a pile of dog shit right in the middle of the bed. That's pretty funny. Uh, it's a good thing he's cute. Uh, yeah. Marie Cheshire said Cuban false chameleon uh, and she was Clint's reptiles after seeing a post about them on Facebook. So I find that to be a double-edged sword. Some of the people like Clint and uh, Dave, they show a lot of these really cool animals and talk about them and they give good information. But I think like sometimes it causes people to go out and buy them without doing enough research. I'm not saying this person, I'm not saying uh, Marie did that. I'm just saying, Sometimes you see these new things and you do go out and you research them and you find you didn't know about them before and now you really like them and you buy them. But sometimes they see them online and they go, I want that. And they go out and buy it and then it's a, it's a bad purchase. But I hear Otis. Is Otis sniffing the mic? Yeah. yeah, I think he just did. Yeah. See you later, Dallas. Dallas is headed out. Dallas has left the building. <coughs> so Cuban false chameleons, though, I saw some of those two shows ago. They're pretty cool. Robin Williamson, not to be confused with Robin Williams, uh, Firefly female ball python, and she's gorgeous. Also, some tegus. Dallas said all of them. So, everything. <laughs> yeah. He's not uh, wrong. Jevin, uh, Jevin Dowdry, Dow- Dowdy? 
I'm sorry if I ruined your name, man or girl. I don't. I don't actually know. Uh, Asian water monitor was the worst slash best of the impulses. The pet shop employee hyped me up. That seems like it could be a really bad impulse buy because that's not a yeah, small lizard. Definitely. That's a whole lot of lizard. It's a lot to be. Like, I can do this when it's a baby, and then it's like six foot long. And then, of course, Sean Gray, two Aldabras for his life. Shut up, Sean Gray. I'm going to go steal his Aldabras. I know where he lives. I know where he's going to put them. Yeah. If they go missing, and it wasn't he, me. <laughs> even know what he's putting them in. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Todd Autry said butterfly agamas. Uh, I saw some butterfly agamas a couple weekends ago, and they were really pretty. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, those guys out of Florida had some butterfly mm-hmm. agamas, and they're extremely colorful. They were. John Grant said a pair of sulcatas. Yeah, how'd that go for you, John? Now that I've got eggs. I know, and he's got more than a pair. I think more than a pair now. So mm-hmm. I saw the eggs the other night. Ilana said, Ilana said when she traded Lily's bamboo pastel something another het clown for her orange dream inchy calico yellow belly fire that was super expensive because I finally found a ball python I loved. That's that's just too many words. That's cool. You could have just said yellow ball python. We're good. <laughs> but so you want to talk about your your yeah. impulse buy so um i have wanted an axolotl for a very long time I, I really like aquatic stuff however the fluctuation in temperature concerns me so i haven't bought one because i knew i wasn't ready for it so this weekend there was a vendor there who had spanish ribbed newts who look very similar to axolotls when they're babies, but when they're full grown and mature, they look like miniature manatees, which is awesome because I love manatees also. So I got two because it by miniature manatee you mean fat? They're fat. Yeah, they're only like eight inches full grown and fat, but like eight inches around. No, they're not that big. The care is very similar to axolotl, but they can take a wider variety of temperature. Um, so they're much hardier. So I'm actually very excited. So we have two and Josephine and I decided they needed to have names of friends. A lot of my stuff tends to get named from books. And so Joe decided to name them chicken little and Lucy goosey, but because they're Spanish rib newts, we have pollo and gonzo for chicken and goose and they're fun. So fun. You haven't done, um, okay, I've been sick, so you actually have taken care of them the last two days because I've been sick, but I have taken care of them, James. You well, act I, like I don't do we've anything. We've only had them for two days. <clears throat> My daughter bought. I set them up when I got home. Oh, I know. I know. Tony. That's on my list. I think I'm going to get one in yeah. Stafford. He the, told me he was going to have a big shipment coming in and to wait till May. I never would have thought I would see $30 of my money going for a betta fish. I still don't but, know if I'm going to see $30 of my money going for a betta yeah, fish. Yeah, the one I picked out was 65 Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, the one she wanted was like $65. And I'm yeah, like, it was the same one I wanted. Yeah, it, yeah. And Tony so was we'll like, say, of course you want that one. It's the most expensive one on the table. I'm like, me. She saved the betta fish that she had. She saved it from two boys on the school bus a couple, like two and a half years ago who were putting cookies in the water with it and were getting ready to <laughs> dump it out on the ground. So she took it from them and brought it home. And it would still be alive today. 
Except when the freeze happened and the power went out, and we were so concerned with getting all of our snakes out, we sort of forgot about the betta fish. Thanks. And remembered him when we smelled him a few days later. Oh, no. Yeah, so now she... Now, I will say, I bought the betta. She bought the tank and the filter and the heater and all that stuff, so... She uh she got him all set up. Him yeah, I guess it's a him because it's colorful. And uh yeah, she'll take care of it, hopefully. Yeah. I like I love Tony's go betas. Those are some of the most amazing betas. Like, I didn't know they came and some of the colors that he brings. They're amazing. MPMS are very cool. Yeah. Until they bite the shit out of you. Yeah. Uh I've taken care of an amphiuma at the zoo before. And I'll pass. <laughs> it's two and a half foot of pissed off salamander with teeth. At no point does yeah. that seem like a fun pet. They're like the wolves of the mud puddle. They are. They eat, every, they eat everything. Look, except the only reason, mud snakes. The only reason I'd have an amphiuma is to feed a mud snake. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Someone posted in a group uh, asking if it was legal to keep mud snakes. I was like, sure. Except you won't be able to get it to eat because it only eats amphiumas. Right, and sirens, which are basically yeah. the same thing. And si- but they don't have teeth. You can you can grab a siren. Right. So, uh, I'm so, trying to think. I don't have a lot of impulse buy reptiles. Most of my reptiles are thought out. The The last one I got was an impulse buy because Katie said, hey, do you want this? And I said, yes. So, the last one I got was the uh, speckled king snake. But... That's probably the only I'm looking. I'm trying to look at all my snakes to see what here is the impulse buy, but the speckled king snake is probably the only one. Everything else, I had plans for. Welcome back yeah. with your with your gogurt. Yeah. Callie says she wants a capybara. It's a, just a giant aquatic guinea pig. Yeah, I just couldn't do an amphibian. Like, mm. I mean, I, I, a pallid a paladarium with. Blackwater, a beta in the water, and Vietnamese mossy frogs. That would be cool. But that's I'm not going to do that. <laughs> as cool as it would be. That's true. So, John Grant has a point. I got that snow boa from him, and I didn't really know I was going to be getting that until he said, but with that said, I've always wanted one. So I don't feel like that's an impulse buy if it's something that I've always wanted. And if the opportunity ever came, I would get it. I hadn't always said, ooh, I'm going to buy a speckled king snake. I said I've wanted them, but there were no plans for them. You said you've wanted to get one for education. Yes. Purposes. And then I saw the ones from Split Rock Reptiles, and they were amazing. They're gorgeous. So, with a solid yellow belly, that thing is awesome. Let's see what went over. A lot of stuff got posted this week over on our Facebook group. Go through some of it. I tried to watch some of it, and then some of it, I just, I was busy building racks for somebody. So, I didn't get a chance to look at a lot of this. I did look through Scott Borden. Oh, Scott Borden had a new um, blog, Three Dimensional Husbandry. And it was about uh, people focusing on microhabitat. So we focused a lot on uh, like the overall, like we put it in a box and we decorate it the way it looks where it comes from and bam, that's it. Uh, but we don't think about like the microhabitats, like during the hot parts of the day, things like to go down into crevices or, you know, if you've ever made a humidity hide, that's technically a microclimate or a microhabitat. And you could build that into uh, an exhibit or a cage if you have it. So it's a good read. Everybody should go check out Scott Borden's blog on that, uh, on micro habitats. I think we should make a post 
that has to do with silly. Sorry. I think we should make a post that has to do with silly animal related jokes. Okay. Like, why did the fisherman attach a fly swatter to his fishing pole? Free bait. Because he was going fly fishing. <laughs> All right. So Katie's not allowed to do the podcast anymore while taking Benadryl. <laughs> so funny. This was a really cool picture that I showed to several people and they didn't see it automatically. But Travis Wyman posted a picture. And again, Chris Eaton, you can go to our Facebook group page to see these pictures. I know I'm talking about pictures on, on a podcast. But it was of a spider, a camouflaged spider. It was up against a leaf. And if you just look at it, it looks like it's just a leaf. But in reality, it's a spider that flattens up against a the leaf. They're so cool. Oh, there was also that South so, Carolina man. Oh, go ahead. I was serious when I didn't know that a bird poops frog was a real thing. Talking about the camouflage spider. And Sean oh, yeah. went and yeah. found two of them for, on yeah. the Andy's table and brought them to me and showed They're them to so me. They're so cool. Look like bird shit. I was sitting next to you when you saw Max make that post about bird poop. You go, Max will come up with anything. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he said, the bird poop frogs. I'm like, that, that's a real thing. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Well, what's funny is they're two blocks away from your house. That's so, correct. Because <laughs> it's Andy Sampson that has them, and his house is right around the corner, and he's got bird poop frogs. I think they're cool looking. I like frogs. <laughs> the Cali Grant, someone told me, the Central Kansas show, I should start a blog, what it's like to keep a kawadi. Uh, enjoy getting scratched. That's all I ever see at the show. by. By like the end of Saturday, it's just Callie scratches all over her body. Chris Eaton, are you fixing to say that my joke on my yogurt was funny? Because if that's the case, you are welcome to continue, sir. Yeah, he's not, but he wouldn't be right. No. Uh, the South Carolina man charged with violating the Lacey Act, trafficking vipers and turtles. Uh, that was the guy. I want to say he was from South Carolina, but I want to say he shipped him out of Georgia to Florida. He did. So... <laughs> And then they show a picture of a Gaboon Viper. I don't think it was a Gaboon Viper that he was actually trafficking. But I'm going through everything real quick to see what's going on. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk, uh, his firm Neuralink, has the tech to build a real Jurassic Park. How about no? They made a movie about that. It didn't end well. They made three of four of them, five of them. Yeah, five a of bunch them. of them. Don't. That is true, James. <laughs> you can, you can. I can. Live on Streamyard. Don't you know how to do that? I do know how to do that. Well, then do it. But I'm fucking lazy. Come on, it's like two clicks of a button. It's clicking buttons, guys. That's <laughs> a lot of work. If I'm sitting here in this chair instead of laying down in the bed, the least you could do is show people what we're looking at. And now everybody's gonna see my porn. James, no. Oh, okay. Uh, so that right there is Travis Wyman showing you what his funky tooth snakes do when they slice open a ball python egg. That's kind of cool. It was a, a slug from a ball python clutch, and they sliced it open with their funky little teeth. His kookery, his kookery snakes. As I'm scrolling, everybody gets to watch me scroll. Oh, this is one. This is the second time I've seen something like this. They got called out to this giant python loose in a park, and it was a it was a rat snake. Uh, they had a helicopter in the air looking for this giant python as well. <laughs> but I've, yeah. I that happened like last year or the year before. Someone else did that. They called about a giant python loose in a park somewhere, and it was a big old rat snake. Yeah. 
a native, you know, snake to that area. There's a picture of a copperhead eating a cicada, which is really cool. I'm I'm sorry, Max. I have not watched these two videos. Preserving a speckled rattlesnake. I have not watched that one. I'll watch it at some point. I promise, Max. Don't hold me to that, though. <laughs> uh, oh, this was cool. Travis Wyman posted this video of these caterpillars moving ass to butt. That doesn't butt, make face, sense. face to butt? Ass to uh, face? You sucked it up. You already fucked to, it up. Maybe they're moving butt to butt. Maybe going. one's walking backwards. I think it's because he's ignoring Chris Eaton tearing him a new one in the chat over here. <laughs> I, ignore, I ignore Chris Eaton a lot. So fabulous. I love he, it. he owns ball pythons. What does he know? Oh, you hush. So, but it shows them moving in a straight line all together. They say it's for possibly for protection. I had a caterpillar I actually, that looked similar to that that I kicked off our lawnmower the other day. It's not very nice. I, well, I was I actually got, mowing lawn. He's trying to talk. I got caught up. I got caught up on Snakes and the Fat Man today. I was like three episodes behind. Cool. And uh, yeah, so I've been hearing Chris's voice all day today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's see. Uh, Lavissa pinned her first beetle, I think is what she said. Yeah. I'm pinning me. I had a project in high school where I had to pin beetles. Just thought I'd throw that out there if I wanted to hear it. Brandon Wheeler. What a Brandon. Where? He's in the chat. He's hey, it's Brandon guys. Wheeler. Oh, there's. Target training with a uh, a ball python. Okay, so one. scroll back down to yeah. that. Okay. So the is the point of that <laughs> to get them to see the blue. They touch it, and then you feed them. But he didn't touch it. He came to it, touched it with his tongue, and oh, counted okay. it enough. It's, but like he didn't strike at it. So the idea is to but get him to come out. Go ahead. If I hold a frozen thawed rat up. It'll come out and do the exact same thing to the rat. I mean, it's it's it is target. I mean, the fact that it didn't strike at it, even though it could smell the rat, does show there's got to be some target training there. Why would you need yeah. to target train a snake? Uh, I wouldn't. Cause you, yeah. Because you can. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no need for it. I, can I mean, like it. I get target training large mammals. Yeah. You know the point. I get the point of that so that you can do or even like the large. Or the even larger monitors. Or crocodiles. Or tortoises. Tortoises. Yeah. I get that. Like, I get that. I just don't understand a snake. <clears throat> oh, poor dead alligator. I'm going to scroll past that one. It had to do with what was in his stomach, though. Yeah, there was like a dog tag from a yeah. uh, like quarter century old dog tag in his stomach. Mm-hmm. I mean, gators got to eat. <clears throat> Wheeler's just getting them to crawl out on their own would be cool. I guess, but Wheeler's also talking about dealing with uh, his snakes are are bigger and smarter. Like, I'm not that I'm calling ball. Okay, I'm calling ball python stupid. But Wheeler's got scrubs. <laughs> Those guys are are thinking. Yeah, and he wants them to crawl on their own so they don't crawl out and eat them because Wheeler's mm-hmm. also only like five feet tall and they're twelve foot long. <laughs> so, speaking of that snake that Rachel carried around all weekend, that that Taiwanese be- blue beauty, blue beauty. That was pretty. That was an awesome, awesome animal. She was a big. That was also a really, really big blue beauty, and a super calm one. Because apparently, yes. what I read on them is most of them want to kill you. Yeah, historically, they're not the calmest of snakes. Yeah. Uh, Scott Borden posted a picture of one of his northern white lips. It's a cool looking snake. They are really pretty snakes. They're one of those like with the rainbow bows, super iridescent. Um, oh, this was neat. I posted this. This was a you. 
So the DNR in Marquette, Michigan. I never, yeah, MI, Michigan, closed a road to allow the blue spotted salamanders to safely migrate across the road to ponds to lay their eggs. So they closed down a whole road for salamanders to walk across. From six o'clock in the evening to eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's really neat. I mean, not if you're the person that normally drives that way. Yeah. And you're really pissed off that you went that way and a salamander kept you from being able to get to home or work or whatever it was. Yeah. So. We, uh, <laughs> that just reminds me of a, we had a train derailment one time in the town I was a cop in and it runs along the main highway through town. So and it had hazardous chemicals on it. So we had the highway blocked all night. And of course, you know, everybody wants to pull up and ask what happened. So I started telling everyone that a bald eagle chick fell out of its nest and was in the middle of the highway. We were going to have to keep it closed until it either died or the mother recovered it. No. That's so wrong. Yeah. People, but you know what? When we told them it was because of a train derailment, they would cuss us out. I told them it was because of a bald eagle chick. They were like, oh, that's great. Okay. And they turn around and drive off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Joe Challoner posted a video, and I, and I don't want to say the name of what it is because I don't want to give the dude any anymore. But on his video, he allows the guy to get shot in the face by a spitting cobra to see how much it would hurt their eyes. Like anyone needed proof that it would hurt your eyes. He says right. it's to prove that you won't go blind. I don't care. I don't need proof that I won't go blind or anything. Like, so they did it. And then I, 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 now that I watched it on YouTube, that shit pops up on my YouTube. And all of his videos are this, getting bit by something venomous or something like uh, thanks, Joe, for yeah. that one. That was. I spent a lot of time in the woods, and I've never come across a spitting cobra, so uh, I'm not super worried about getting spit in the face. Yeah, I, I just love the title of this one posted by Ryan Goslow. Scientists discover 160 million year old flying monkey dactyl with oldest known opposed thumbs. The old monkey dactyl. <laughs> Uh, of course, Travis posted something that I'm sure if I clicked on would have lots of big words and I wouldn't be able to read it, but it's a new species of marsupial frog. I'm just going to get Travis to come on one day and I'm going to find all the things that he's posted that I can't read because I'm not him. <laughs> and make and him explain ha- them. Have him explain them to everybody. Yeah. Science time with Ms. Dr. Travis Wyman. Uh, we already talked about Dallas's new place. Ooh, this is a new one. I hadn't seen this one. Pictures of a black-headed python eating a bungara. What the hell is a bungara? Oh, it's not something like a monitor. Okay. But it's a picture of a black-headed python eating a monitor. That's wow. cool. That's a big old lump. And people are worried about feeding their stuff too big of a meal. Right. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> yeah, Brandon, I was going to talk about that nerd video. Wait, wait, well, which nerd video? I was going to talk about the one where they bashed the... Uh, those fishing, those horrible, uh, like catching Burmese pythons when it was obviously off stage and rigged. And but if there was another nerd video that I'm not aware of, I'd love to know about that one too. But I will talk about the other one real quick. They put out a video where it really seemed like they were going to bash uh, uh, Jay Brewer and like Bartrick, but I knew they weren't going to. But okay, so that's the one. So they basically gave them a pass for. Um, I don't know. I still don't give Jay Brewer or any of those clickbait. I understand the reason for clickbait, and I've talked about it before. It, they've got to make money, and I get that, and there's a lot of money in that. 
they did show some that were much worse. They were some, uh, some fishing ones that were definitely hooked up with some of the uh, snake guys in South Florida. And they would go out, the snake guys would go out and show them catching these uh, Burmese pythons. And then they would just recycle that same Burmese python for the fishing video. And they would say, oh, look what we found in this storm drain. When in reality, they didn't catch it out of a storm drain. Or look what we shot in this canal in the middle of a, of a neighborhood, which they put in the canal. Which is funny because one of them in one of the videos gets away. So, like, they caught it. And then the guy missed it with the uh, with the crossbow, and it actually got away. So, but watching that video really makes you wonder how those guys get to have so many views and stay on Facebook or on YouTube and don't get shut down because it was some really messed up stuff. Uh, I I'd never seen them because I don't ever watch any of those fishing. I'd heard of them and I know some of them just by name, but I don't ever watch this stuff. So. I'm all for I am I'm all for like hunting down Burmese pythons in the Everglades. I would love to take a trip to the Everglades and hunt, and, and I honestly have no problem killing them because it's invasive species. But the way they do it, they make it look like the Burmese pythons are much bigger problem because they're pulling out of these storm drains in the middle of neighborhoods, which is not true. They're catching them in the Everglades, bringing them to the neighborhood, and then filming them pulling out of a storm drain. And they show you over and over again how it's the same snake. They compare the markings and all that stuff. So, anyway, I did watch that one, and uh, yeah, I as much as I agreed, I dislike those. Still not a Jay fan, and I'm still disturbed by some things that Barcheck does. And to be honest, and I, and I, we've had Rob on here. I told him some of the stuff that Nerd does, I I, I can't watch. Man, I'm reading the comments on that video that they put out, the Jay Brewer video. Yeah. And people are pissed off that they included Tyler Nolan in that. And that, you know, they're all coming to Tyler's defense that he keeps at a high level and blah, 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 blah. And I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have. That's the, that's the tattoo dude that almost died, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get him and Chandler confused. I, I keep them as one and the same, but. I, I just I thought I read somewhere that Chandler. I mean, he's a free he's handler. a free handler who does shit. I don't know. I, I yeah. maybe I I find it hard to believe just because he gets a lot of clicks by free handling that cobra. You know, yeah, and why yeah. passed up on all that money you're going to get for free handling the cobra? Right. Anyway, <clears throat> I was trying to read. I was just reading some of them. Yeah, some of the stuff on YouTube. I I don't know. It's it's it's, it's hard to watch. Um, and you'll hear both sides argue. Well, they do it for this reason. Yada yada yada. Hey, Sean's here. Who put a who put a baby viper on their thumb? That's not a good idea. I know that much. I may not be a very very smart man, but I know I that's a bad idea. A zookeeper got bitten at the uh, San Diego Zoo. San Diego, yeah. Yeah. No anti-venom either, they said, for that snake. Are you serious? It was one of the bush vipers. How does San Diego Zoo not have... I mean, that's a, that's not a small zoo. No. No, that's a, one of the best zoos I've ever been to. I find the heart... That's crazy. I'm sure someone nearby had it, but... I actually used to work... I used to work at the Aerospace Museum in Balboa Park right next to the zoo. So I would walk over to the zoo because they had a really good cafe. And if you were an employee in the park, you got in for free. 
So I would go there and have lunch every day. That's I, cool. I just reminded myself that I need to uh, mention our giveaway this month. We've gotten this far. We can go ahead and mention it. So our giveaway this month is brought to us by Gecko World Austin. They're going to be giving away a baby crested gecko with a full setup tank and everything. Now, in order to get the tank, you have to be able to come to a Herp show and pick it up or come by their store. They are they just opened up or they're opening up a new store. Uh, so you have to come by and get it. If you can't do that, they can mail you the crested gecko and the other supplies. Or if you are not a lizard person and you don't really want a crested gecko and you still win, they are offering a $150 gift certificate to their website. Uh, which we've used. We we started doing the uh, subscription insect feeders. We do it for the crickets for some of our lizards. So, but the way it works, each episode in the month of April, we will name a snake. I know this is reptile, but we're going to name a snake. We named one last week. You have to listen to last week's to get it. This week we need to name one. I'm trying to figure out. Maybe we should ask people listening to give us their favorite snake, and we'll pick one of those. And that'll be our snake for this month. So if you're listening now and you're in the chat, go ahead. Tell us your favorite snake. Just common name is fine. Mm. Brandon, don't give me any scientific names. Common name is fine. And uh, and we'll pick one of those. And that'll be our snake of the month. And then the by the first episode of May, you have to have told us all four snakes in order. And then you're put into the drawing for this give, giveaway. I think next month's giveaway, I may know who's giving away something that month. So, uh, as we get closer. Yeah, I might know them too. <laughs> it may have to do with something that you could place one of these snakes into if you needed to house it. That's cool. Possibly. See, so far we've gotten Darren Watson <laughs> with Gaboon Viper. I'm leaning towards that one just because I love Gaboon Vipers. Of course you are. Uh, Randy, I I'm always going to butcher Randy's last name. Peggy's, Peggy's. Randy P. Randy P. Uh, Amazon tree boa. Oh, so sorry, Randy. That's the wrong South American tree boa. You just named the wrong one. I can't help you there. Uh, Tracy said garter snakes, and uh, they smell bad, so they're off my garter list. Oh, Ooh, pine snake. Louisiana pine snake. They just said pine snake, but they didn't specify. We can specify. That's Ilana. Dragon snake. I don't know what that is, but you should Google it. You, why don't <clears> I go? Where's your phone? Because I left my phone in the other room when I went to blow my nose. Dragon snake. So those weird ass snakes that everybody loves, but no one can keep. No one can keep because you're not allowed to keep them? No, because they're, they're fairly new to the hobby and nobody really has the care 100% down. Ooh. And they're all imports. They're cool looking. Yeah, they got really cool keeled scales and all, and you know they're black and gray, so you'll like it. Sunbeam, that's a cool one. I can hate on as much as I want, Randy. Sambo's are amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. I like Amazon I like Madagascar trubos too, though. Yeah, Amazon trubos are skinny and bitey. Oh, and and I'm bitey. On the skinny ones. I do like Madagascar trubos. I think we should go with Dragon Snake. Dragon Snake? Yeah. I can go with Dragon Snake. All right, James Rigoli. We're going with Dragon Snake. So this episode's snake of the snake of the episode is the Dragon Snake. So, man, listen to last week's episode. Write that down. Write down Dragon Snake for this week. We got two more episodes this month, and we'll get to them. So, anyways, we got – let's see. Just You can't just write Carpet Python. That's, that's way too – 
There's a bunch of different types of carpet pythons. <laughs> you might as well just say snake. I I think this week's snake should be snake. Oh my lord. <laughs> I'm assuming it's still Ilana and now it we is. upset her. Nah, she's okay. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> she still thinks she's gonna win at phase ten. Oh, so yeah. So at, Robert had already gone to bed when Katie decided to <laughs> just destroy no. Little League parents' no. No. hopes the and dreams. Moms. We're not bringing this up. Oh, we are. I'm bringing oh, it up. It's We're been not. brought up. Sorry. It's already been brought up. Uh, I feel like I'm not in the right frame of mind to tell the story. I'll tell there, I'll tell most of it. But you're not going to tell it correctly. I'll, that's and not you're true. Gonna, the, the story started out from she called a minnow to she called a 10-foot whale. I never do that with a story. Thank you very much. You're the one that I have to go. That's not you actually what happened. never let the truth interfere with a good story, James. That's, that was my daddy's philosophy. That's fine. It's just not a good one. All right. So we stayed at a, a, a nice hotel in Beaumont at a big atrium where we all hung out Saturday night after the show. Uh, we were quietly hanging out in the corner playing face in. There was probably, I don't know, 20 we of us. so well behaved. I was so proud of our group. We were because, because Lori wasn't there. No. Well, Robert had four drinks, which is four more than Robert normally has. At one point, Robert had two had drinks, one in each hand. Yes. And my knee was really hurting. And Robert, I was like, maybe this will work. Robert, do you, want to tell everybody the, you want to tell everybody the name of those drinks? I don't even know what they were. They were called Sweet Seduction. They were fucking sweetly seducing me. And they, they were, were good. They were All good. I, know is, I like pineapple juice, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was good. So we were hanging out, actually, for a Herbs crew that was very, very calm. Everybody was quiet and we were talking. But at the same hotel, there were a ton of travel ball kids there. And... And their parents who were not, yes, and their parents who were not watching them. Their parents were at the bar drinking the whole time. So these kids are running all over the place, jumping on stuff, screaming. They're not just running. They're literally flipping off of stuff, climbing on any surface that could be climbed on. They were doing tumbling. They were flipping off of the edge of the fountain back into the lobby. And they weren't listening to some of the staff. And then later on, the fire department shows up, and we're all trying to figure out what happened. Apparently, the entire time, the acting manager had been trapped in the service elevator. Yes. So. Because he was trying to get downstairs to get the kids because they had signs up everywhere that said after nine o'clock, kids had to be with their adults. It was quiet hours. And the staff talked to them probably close to half a dozen times. And the parents kept drinking. The kids kept running around. And finally, they said, all right, we're going to shut down. The entire atrium, the entire lobby. And so we were good. We packed up our stuff. They let us stay because a few people in our group had just ordered some drinks at the bar. And they let them stay and finish. And then uh, we finish up. We go to our rooms. And the baseball people are still down there. They, they Even though they closed it, those people refused to leave. We were on the third floor. And it sounded like they were wrestling outside of my door. Yes. And so I go to use the restroom. And all of a sudden... I hear a door slam so hard that it shakes the bathroom door. And I thought it was our door. I thought Katie had gone outside and done something. Apparently, I had not. Next door, someone had gone into the room next door, slammed the door, and started throwing stuff around. They left, slammed the door again. Uh, there was lots of cussing. There was lots of... So Katie yeah. went downstairs to talk about that to the hotel staff. But when she got down there, the baseball people were still there. And about four of our reptile people sitting in a corner quietly... 
and these kids are still running around. These parents are sitting there drinking the whole time. And apparently Katie went over there and let into them. I from everything I've heard. You heard oh okay. People do not see this side of me often. This side of me does not come out often. I keep her hidden away because she is frightening. (laughs) But she had had enough. We were told we had to leave. This is the only time we get to see some of these people that we hang out with after the show's on Saturday. These ball parents had ignored multiple managers multiple times. So I walked into the office to tell the manager who was fabulous about what was going on upstairs in the room next to us so they could like make a note to check for broken things. Or dead people. Because it was it was frightening. Um, and then I told her very calmly, and since you have talked to these people multiple times and it has not done anything, I'm about to say something to them. Heads up. And then I walked out of the office, at which point <laughs> I did. And I, I, I've had, I've had it described to me multiple times and none of them were Katie calmly walked over to them I was and told them to please be calm. quiet. Oh, I never used the word please. No, it was way past that point. Um, if you talk to a couple of the vendors, though, I was screaming when I left my room in the hallway down the elevator, and that was not the case. That was not true. I will say that, that was not true. true. No, um, she said she she didn't say you were screaming. She said you were because it's a glass elevator. She said she could see you on the elevator, like I, I was like bouncing, like bouncing up I and down, like fuming. open these doors, open these doors. Yes, I was yeah. fuming. Um, it's like the intro for wrestling. Like they're waiting behind the curtain, and then oh, all of a sudden it opens. Bad. I uh, very very loudly interrupted myself into their group conversation apologized for sounding uh i think so, my exact words were i hope i don't sound like a bitch but y'all need to get your crap together so you're nicer than me i don't, I don't uh, need your drunk asses to get up and get your heathen children i in the made bedroom. very clear that our group who was following the rules had to leave and disperse because their group could not follow the rules and it was their fault that we all had to leave so they needed to get their children together and stop being so loud because it was 11 30 at night and then when one mom was like, okay, well, we'll take care of it. And then the other one wanted to be all, well, you don't need to make a scene. I said, woman, I'm from Louisiana. I'm crazy as shit. You want to go there with me? Let's go. I said, get it together. Get your kids under control and go to bed. And I turned around and left. Well, bitch. and they were out. I, I heard that was it. They were out. And then I was they fine. They were throwing baseballs in the parking lot right next to Andy Sampson's brand new truck. Which I'm sure they were. They, he's on I, here. And I hope, I hope they had a great time. And I hope I that they played well in their ball game. I don't I hope they all lost. But here's the thing. The bottom line <laughs> I hope was, those kids cried on the way home. The bottom line was those kids suck. were not the problem. The parents uh, were the problem. And the, the kids problem were part of the problem. Because the parents were not disciplining their children. Well, it's, it's hard to discipline them while drinking a beer like and talking to the other people. Because we had Logan, who's what, 10, 11? Mm-hmm. Logan. 10, we had Josephine, who was 10. Topher's little boy was what, four? Yeah. Maybe? And they were fabulous. They were quiet with our group. Logan and Joe were playing cards with us at one point. I mean, we were great. And Yeah, I mean, and, and I have to explain. <sighs> Our group being the We're quiet, loud. being the quiet ones, is a shocker. I was not happy. I was not happy. Oh, oh, that side of me doesn't come out. <laughs> Brenda says, "Can I get a herb shirt with I'm from Louisiana and I'm freaking crazy on it?" Yeah, I don't know if it was the Southern Alabama coming out, if it was the Louisiana because I've been here for so long. 
No, you're you're crazy in whatever oh, state you're in. It's God. not the state's fault. It's just me. Can't blame the state. That side that side doesn't come out often. James has mellowed me out a lot in sixteen years. Oh. Uh, anyway, so the show this weekend is in Slidell. I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. Our hotel there does not have a lobby that. What well, does have a lobby we can hang out? We hang out by the pool as long as it's not raining. Yeah. That's the show where I stay up till three in the morning, which was a bad idea. Ooh, he just said he's from Gretna and admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me go ahead and pop this up there. I forgot I had a a Herbs Family Foundation thing to run across the bottom. Yeah. Donate to Herbs Family Foundation. So HerbsFamilyStrong at gmail dot com. We just passed $10,000 donated to Herps. We did. And the, the organization is going to be helping Herps vendors and other people in the reptile community that suffer from natural disasters or life-changing instances. So, um, for example, we've had someone who had a very severe heart attack. I think it was a heart attack. It may have been a stroke. But there was a lot of medical issues and um, in rehab involved, and we helped out with some of those bills. We've had people that have dealt with fire. We've had people, tons of people that dealt with the ice storm, um, hurricanes, all kinds of stuff. And so it's really cool to have an organization like that to be able to help out people like us that are trying to do good for the hobby. I agree. Yeah, I'm starting to hear from a lot of the ball python people that they're just not getting eggs because they're all their females reabsorbed when Damn. with all of all of the uh, all the cold and the turmoil from the you know, having to move them and and getting cold and all that. So yeah, it's it's still lasting two months later. We're still seeing effects from it. Hmm. And then also, I always forget to talk about our Patreon, which is something I, I kind of want to bring up because I watched a uh, uh, Justin Kabilka video that he put out today on pay- he's got a new uh, Patreon where his goal on his Patreon, if you join it, is for him to teach you how to basically start and run a successful ball python breeding business so if anybody's interested in that uh you can go look at that check out jessica Vilka's new patreon and he's got he's gonna do several like one or two videos a month he's gonna do some questions here and there and kind of give you an idea of the proper steps and all the different parts of properly running a ball python breeding business i think the first thing you should do is not breed ball pythons and then move on from there Okay. I don't like that. Did I mention I don't like ball pythons? You have them. They're not mine, technically. Okay. And they haven't produced babies, so I don't really care about them. I'm in, it, I'm in it for the money. You know how many ball pythons Robbie sold this weekend right next to you without <laughs> selling anything? He also sold out this weekend. All of them. That's fine. Oh, I didn't think about that. The people on both sides of you sold out, so it wasn't okay. because of the traffic, James. You're welcome. It's I brought everybody to you. <laughs> I lots of people to this table. I am the one that told you on Friday that we should only bring the truck and leave the trailer at home and load up that U-Haul truck because you won't bring anything back. You're like, no, we can't do that. What if I have to well, bring stuff back? I was uh, speaking from statistical data, and uh, this was an exception, which oh, I would love to become the rule. But it was nice pulling that trailer home at 75 miles an hour like it wasn't there. That's for sure. <laughs> Just bouncing around empty behind you. No, it rode really well, believe it or not. I had a tailwind, so that helps a lot with uh, the trailer. Uh, yeah, if you're looking to get a rack and Slidell this weekend, I would definitely recommend getting there first thing on Saturday. Yeah, I told Dallas that already. So he's, he said he was going to come to probably buy a couple. I said, well, you better be there early because if it's anything like – well, 
people started getting their income tax returns yesterday. I guess was the first time people started actually seeing their money because it was crazy yesterday morning with orders and people calling me. So I got a feeling that there's going to be some tax money spent this weekend. Well, if you come to Slidell, as soon as you walk in, take our right and you'll see me and, and Robert and April. April will be over there too. Yeah, you'll literally run right into me if you make a right. Yeah, look for the one person with racks. And then John Grant will be there somewhere trying to sell people yep. some snakes. I said tax money, and he said whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh. All right, guys, I'm going to let you wrap this up. Are you fading out? I'm fading. I'm fading fast. Poor Katie. I know. I'm, I will probably be asleep before you make it to the back of the house. <laughs> There's still you 10 people watching. only say nice things about you while you're gone. Uh, I don't even I care. I dis- <laughs> I'm going to be disrespectful. I don't even care. I'm going to bed. <laughs> John Grant said, go, and go straight and then get a Sambo from him. You should yeah. do that and then come buy you a rack uh, from Robert. That would be awesome. All right. Well, you guys don't get on any soapboxes. Well, that's the fun part. I know. I'm what, I watched an, oh, I did watch another video. You watched a fun ant video. Tell him about your ant video. No, I was going to talk about the uh, Brian uh, Cusco video. That one sounded good. I listened to it. He and his son were hunting for Chuck Wallace in the wild. Oh, and they, that one. Yeah, and it ran one ran under a rock, and Brian's like, all right, I'm going to lift this rock. And then he realized that rock weighed way more than he thought it did. But he finally got it lifted. They never caught it, you, but he caught it on camera, and you can see it. Super pretty. Chuck Wallace, lots of color. I would love to go find Chuck <clears> Wallace in the wild. John, I'll tell people what to do, John. I'm telling them to come to you and buy snakes, and then go buy a rack for those snakes. I agree. It is the American Euromastics. Chuck Wallace should definitely be more popular. They will be. They're very colorful. I think people just, everybody is all hung up on Euros or Beardeds. James Smith says, what's going on, Robert? Oh, hello, James. Hi. (laughs) James, another one of my customers slash friends. Do you just say friends hoping they'll buy more stuff from you? No, I like James. We actually, uh, he bought a rat rack from me and they drove up here. He lives, uh, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours south of me. And he and his dad or father-in-law, I can't remember which one he is, drove up here and uh, ended up spending like two hours in the driveway talking. And uh, they've been to a couple of shows. In fact, his dad or father-in-law, whichever he is, I don't know why I can't remember, bought one of the single tub 70s at uh, College Station. You bringing some of those the single tub stuff to the show in Slidell? I'll have seventies, fifties, and fifty fives at the show. I recommend anybody out there check out his single tub rack. Let's say rack. It's a single tub tub. It's not really a rack because it's by itself, but they make great uh, quarantine setups because it's very easy to clean. It's one tub. It fits on a shelf somewhere. Those things have worked out great. Yeah, single tub 70s, 50s, 55s, which the only difference in the 50 and 55 is the length, and then two tub 10s. So, and that rack will also hold four FB5s if you want to order FB5s. So, it makes a great little quarantine rack. They are not on the website yet, Darren. I'm having a new website built right now, so I'm just not doing anything with my old one, but they will be on the new website. They told me today couple of weeks to a month, they'll have it ready. Probably just depends on, you know, when I pay them. <clears throat> they, they probably do want their money. Yeah. Bitch better have my money. 
but it's neat. I went on today and got set up to be an Amazon seller because, uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't say anything about that because I don't want anybody to beat me to the punch. But um, <clears throat> I will be selling on multiple platforms through my website. It's going to be really nice. And, yes, Darren, you can stack, uh, I mean, as many as you want to have um, – thermostats so if you had a perp stat six you could stack six of them easily <clears throat> i didn't even see caterpillar video came over come across i don't know what you're talking about we talked about the caterpillar video earlier it's on our we talked about <coughs> ass to face caterpillars mm -hmm. um <clears throat> it's odd seeing your face what well, well fine then don't look at my face that's messed up mm -hmm. you just called our faces odd Semester. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Darren, those. I don't the, think he said it's odd seeing your odd face. <laughs> but Darren, yeah, those single tubs, you started selling those. Was Brian the first time you sold one? No, you had them before. No, that was the first Brian. time. And that was yeah. that woman that came up and bought that did not like snakes, but bought two snakes for her kids and went, here we go, I can put them in this. Was that at Brian College Station? Yes. Like, I don't know, man. They all start, shows start running together. Like, I'm. I'm driving to the venue trying to picture the venue, and half the time I'm like, well, I guess I'll just figure it out when I get there. I sometimes it's get confused. But yeah, I sometimes get confused with the inside of the New Orleans and the Slidell one, and I have to try and work my way back to the outside so I can go, okay, that's what building it is. Slidell's easy for me because it's the one that has the doors all the way around the building, and you can load in pretty much from anywhere. That's right. You're, you're right there next really to it. Really nice. That's why I picked the spot I'm at again. It's Probably not the most ideal spot. I don't really like being on a wall too much. I'd rather be on a four a four pack inside. But man, I can literally back up to these double doors, put the tailgate of the trailer down, and my stuff goes five feet and it's set up. Oh, I think Nathaniel is is behind, and he's uh, just and he's sees it because that's talking about the uh, target training snake. Yeah, he's on, on YouTube. That's why. That's what it is. He'll catch up to this at some point. Know that we're talking about him, but he has no clue right now. <laughs> so he's living in the past. We're living in the future. Nathaniel's wow. in the past, and we're trying to warn him, but we can't because we're in the future. This is like Strange. time traveling, man. This is trippy. I did. So for all of our listeners, Ooh. I did get to see a movie for the first time while I was at Roberts. James had never seen The Big Lebowski. And I'd never I, seen it. I mean, I knew what it was. I, could, I, could, I couldn't abide by that, so we had to watch it. Nice marmot. Nice marmot, yep. It's the best line in the whole movie. I don't care what any of the line is in that movie. Any, anytime you're in a conversation with somebody or an argument you want to end it, just say nice marmot and walk off. It'll take a while for them to figure out what the hell you're talking about. Especially if they're holding a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I am ready. For, and so after this weekend... You get to uh, catch up on some building, some stuff. Yeah. I got uh, one. Well, we got one week between shows or two weeks between shows because I'm not doing an ARBC. So, yeah, I'll do a bunch. Excuse me. A bunch of building next week and a bunch of shipping. And then uh, the next week start getting ready for Stafford, which is going to be nice but then the weekend after stafford is colorado so it's like my closest show and then my farthest show are back to back you got to check out a cool pet store this past weekend 
I did a uh, pet den um, owned by Dennis down in Nederland. It, I had to, I, they bought uh, one, two, eight. three, four, five, six, eight racks for me. And uh, I went and delivered them Friday afternoon. And they, it's a, a very large store. They've been there, I think he said since 08. And uh, they have a really good breeding facility in the back. Um, it's all ball pythons pretty much, but he had some him and Aaron. Oh, excuse me. He and Aaron have a lot of nice stuff. That's actually how I sold out was I had um one dubia rack and three or four of the single tub racks left at about eleven o'clock on Sunday and Dennis came up and said, Okay, how much for the rest? So you really I gotta the change price. the name on the sign that says a boreal rack and just put dubia roach rack. Yeah, I need to make a new one. I actually will probably do that tomorrow so I can laminate it and take it to the show because, it, it, I, you know how I many people I've had to explain what Arboreal means to because of that sign? <laughs> Don't be using big words around people at a reptile show. Yeah, like I've had a couple of people think that Arboreal is like a species of snake. Like, oh, you can only keep an Arboreal snake in here? Well, no, you can keep, you know, well, what's an Arboreal look like? I'm like, well, you know, green tree python, this and that sort. Oh, well, yeah, but like the actual arboreal snake. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you don't need the rack. You're good. <laughs> Say, this rack is not for you. Yeah. If I have to explain arboreal, uh, nothing mm. over here is for you. Yes, Jevin, those are on the website, I think. <laughs> He's lying to you, Jevin. I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm fairly certain that I added those to the website a while back. What size tub do they use? It's a 66-quart Sterilite tub. Yes, they're on the website. Excuse me. I'm exhausted. Now, now, if somebody wanted to order it, do they have to order it five high, or can you make a smaller one? No, I have um, three high and a five high option on the website. Gotcha. But I can make it one, two, three, four, five, whatever you want. A, th- a three would be good because it allows you to have you know a good adult tub. And then to kind of have some smaller ones and kind of start sizing out your your roaches. You know, I, I'm thinking about it. I actually have uh, Matthew Ahale, the scale, has bought one, two, three, five or six of them. And he keeps, I say he, his wife keeps uh, breeding colonies of crested geckos in them. Uh-oh, James had to run away. Oh, Katie's not in there dying. So yeah, he keeps uh he keeps breeding colonies of geckos in them. And uh they said it works pretty well. They do them with no heat because they just do ambient in the room. But they do ambient. Uh, yeah, ambient. They all sleep. <laughs> all do ambient. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's funny. That was all uh John Grant was like, these would be great for roaches. And everybody's like, you know what? You're right, these are great for roaches. Well, we were at the Austin show when he said that, and I said, Well, if this thing doesn't sell, it's going home and getting roaches put in it. And that's exactly because I had tubs of roaches and I went home and put roaches in it and it has worked great since then. Did you, you didn't pick up any snakes at this show? No. This is the first show I've been. I brought John Grant's hognose home. That was it. Yeah, but that's not, that didn't count. That's going away. That's actually probably Callie Grant's hognose, but you know. (laughs) This is the first show I've been at with you in a while that you're like, didn't pick up four or five snakes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do uh, You know, usually that's all the result of trading. Uh, you know, people come up and, like, Don Shores traded us, traded. The funny thing is, I'm never involved in these fucking trades. 
It's always, hey, Logan traded one of your racks for this milk snake, or Rachel traded one of your racks for... <laughs> yeah, Logan now, traded this that, $400 rack for this $100 milk snake. Right, but, I mean, it's not that Rachel just goes and trades off a rack without talking to me, but, you know, Don Shores wanted a rack, and he had a snake Rachel wanted, and, you know, worked out. So, um, yeah, no, this this show, we came home, and we will come home this weekend empty-handed as well, I'm fairly certain, because... Uh, I don't have any rack space for one thing right now, and um, I'm selling way too many to keep any. It's funny, you you know, you finally went into my my snake room on like Wednesday last week. Yeah, and I don't have like I have three three tub seventies stacked up, and I have you know two forties stacked up because I just keep the leftovers. I don't ever build anything for myself. The uh, you did get to see one cool thing uh while I was there with that black that Mexican black king snake you had when you fed yes. it. I've never fed a snake a snake, and we had a fair to thrive ball python baby, which unfortunately was a double head, but um, was a double recessive, but it just it just wouldn't eat. It's one of those fair to thrive. So, uh, that king snake has been the calmest, most handleable Mexican black king snake female that I've ever seen. But when she saw that ball python, when she smelled it, she completely changed her demeanor. She ripped that thing out of the tongs, was rattling her tail, uh, just very defensive. Um, like she knew that this is what I'm supposed to eat. Like I got feed her mice, you know, all the time. And she never acts like that. But man, she went crazy with that snake. and and. Seem to really, uh, I mean, I guess enjoy the meal. Speaking of feeding, I so two weeks now, two and a half weeks now, I took my rubber boas out of brumation, and when I got back from the show, I think Monday, I thawed out uh, four pinky mice, and all four of my rubbers ate. Awesome. Two of them actually shed, which to me is the weirdest thing. They haven't eaten in four months. They've been frozen in a little freezer for three months. And brought them out of brumation, and they shed without actually eating or growing. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Uh, Jane Smith says, I've asked a few people, but when it comes to colubrids or colubrids, do you have to put them in brumation before you breed them? Some say they do. Some say they don't. What's y'all's take? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I've bred corn snakes before without doing it. But, I mean, corn snakes have bred so much in captivity that it's almost like ball pythons. Plus, they're from here, so I mean, they're going through that. They're going through right. pressure changes with you, and and you know, like my snake room is set on a timer that goes with sun up and sundown, so they get that photo change. They get the you know the shorter days leading into the longer days, which also will kick them into you know ovulation and breeding season. It's really hard to brumate them here because we don't get enough cold days in a row. You know, like Joe up in uh, Philly, he throws them in the, puts them in the uh, the basement, I guess, is what he told us. And it gets cold. It stays cold. And we just don't get that here. You know, we had days this, I think three days before the freeze, it was 85 degrees here. You know, yeah. and three days later, three days later, it was 12 degrees. You know, we, we uh, it just doesn't stay cold long enough. Or Yeah, you know, so, some people do. That's the yeah, some people have a cooler set up and they can do it that way and 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 control the temperature. And I'm I'm sure 
I say I'm sure. I'm sure it betters your odds of success. But tons of people have bred king snakes, corn snakes, and milk snakes, all that pine snakes, without ever going through a true cool down. Now, if you want, you can always if there are, if you have heat in your cage, you can always just turn off the heat for a few months, not feed them, so they they don't actually have that hot spot. They go without that food, so they kind of have that sense of not eating for a while, kind of like they would if they were in brumation. And uh, and then you bring them back up, heat them back up, and then feed them pretty heavy, and then that could kickstart them. And that could be mm-hmm. kind of like a, a light brumation without having to go to really, you know, get them cold, cold. Now, with my rubber boas, I had to put them in a freezer, basically. They, they, they stayed at about 40 degrees the whole time and still cruised around like it was nothing. Yeah, I had ice on the tub, yeah. in the tub. Yeah, yeah weird ass little snakes. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you were stressed out about that. Well, and they and they weren't eating before brumation. They they had just shut down, especially the males. They were like, we're they were done. Um, but again, I brought them out of brumation, and the other day they all took. Now I left all four of them with pinkies. Went to my daughter's softball game. Came home three ate no problem. One was still there, so I took the pinky and I kind of uh, wiggled it around. And I noticed when I wiggled it around, it started to look at it. So. I kept bumping it into it and stopping and then wiggling. And then finally it just opened its mouth and took it. But all four of them ate and which is cool. Cause I need them to eat quite a bit between now and like September, October. I need to just try and get them to grow because it's not like my corn snakes or my boas where I just feed them all year long and I can put some size on them. My only growing period is that short window because they will tell you these, I mean, these robos, like I said, they shut down feeding. They're going to tell you when they want to go into brumation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to get a pair eventually, but probably not till we move and get a bigger place. I mean, I mean, my house is almost 2,500 square feet. It's not like it's a small house, but um, yeah, but it's not built. Space. It's not built yeah. big for what you need. Like it's right. it's not wasted space for a home, but it is wasted space for a reptile room. Yeah, unlike you know the unused room in my shop that has three plugs on every wall. But I'm not allowed to have live animals there. It was like yeah. the fucking per- perfect snake room, and each wall is a separate circuit. At yeah, that. <clears throat> that does suck. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think that room is like 16 by 14. It'd be perfect. It is crazy how fast that place fills up uh, once you start building racks in there. You should see it right now, man. We got the trailer in there. And it was raining its ass off today, so I had my truck backed in there because I didn't want to get wet this morning because, you know, I pay the fucking bills, so I backed my truck in there. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, there's just – Lucas and Robbie are actually going to work on Friday while I'm driving, and they're going to build the loft that Lucas has been wanting to build. Yeah, and, that'd be uh, cool. Some storage room. And they're going to – I told them, look, any piece of scrap – PVC that's here, throw it away while I'm not here because I won't let you throw it away if I'm here. Just fucking throw it in the dumpster and get rid of it. So they're going to cut it all up and get rid of it. And hopefully I come back, you know, Monday to a really nice organized shop again because it gets out of control quick because that 1500 square feet sounds like a lot. But it, <clears throat> what I haven't told you, James, is when I went to pay my light bill Monday because the landlord's invoice us for the electricity. He mentioned that he had noticed that we were already filling up the space and was wondering if I wanted to get the space next to me when it comes open in a couple of months. And then he's like, even better, I have 3,600 square feet up in their main building on Spencer Highway for like really good price. And it's 2,500 square foot of shop 
two offices, two bathrooms. Um, so that might be, that might be happening in a few months if that stays open because I'm just out of space already. So what I'm hearing is that there's an office for me if you move into that new building. Got it. Sweet. Go for the a new building. Office. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, we make a decision before the CNC machine gets here because I don't want to set that fucking thing up twice. We did find out shipping wise that an inch can make a huge difference, and I don't mean that way. Two hundred dollars difference. Yeah, we shaved one inch off of the shipping box and saved two hundred dollars on shipping for a rack. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So, oh, Joe, Joe Challenger sent me photos of his uh, one of his cages built with PVC yesterday, and uh, he is stoked about it. It's uh, he said it weighs about half of what the other one weighed with HDPE. I'm sure, and, and he thinks it even looks better because that HDPE, I mean, you look at it, it scratches. So, I, I really hope, man, that 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 uh, that turns into a good thing for him because. James Brigoli wants you to have an orifice open for him. All right. Yeah. I think that says office, but uh, yeah. No, I know James. He misspelled that. He meant orifice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys can share an office. It's a big office. <clears throat> it's a nice problem to have that you're outgrowing growing a space. Yeah, until I think about, you know, doubling my lease price, but I will. But. I, Once you but get I'll a machine, be almost tri- but I'll be almost triple the amount of price of space. And once you get a CNC machine, you'll need all that space. Yeah, because you're going to triple the amount of stuff you can make. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of stuff we made, you and I made a really awesome display for uh, for Kelly. I really enjoyed. Oh that. yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, the six inch jelly cup display with the plexiglass yeah. lid and all. I've had three of them ordered since then now from people seeing them at the show. So, um, yeah, that thing turned out great. It, uh, that glue is amazing. I was building those, building those fronts for John today for the 10 gallon tanks and that stuff, man. I didn't tell you this, James, when I got back Monday, that piece of PVC that I had glued that test hinge to. Yeah. I said, well, let's see if I can pry it off here. I broke the hinge. Like, snap that glue. For the glue. Yeah, that glue's not coming off. Nice. Yeah. So that turned out good. I just need to figure out a way to transport them better, like have Rachel sew a big bag or something for them. You need a, a box with like individual little slits for them to drop down into or something. Yeah, I thought about making them instead of screwing them together, figuring out a way to pin them together too, where it could all come apart and maybe split the the face part into two pieces where it could all fit into a smaller bag. It's really, But then you have... The biggest challenge to that is the acrylic because that's, I mean, I guess I, you could cut it down the middle too. Yeah. I I'll work on it. Or maybe I'll have an R&D guy work on it this summer. I know a guy. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm ready to move. Yeah. Be closer to more reptile shows. So we're back in Louisiana next, this weekend for a reptile show. Uh, you know what that means, right? I ordered more face shields. Yeah. We gotta wear we gotta wear shields and masks. Yeah, I got I spoiled. More those those ones with the glasses. Mine sitting. I saw mine sitting around here. So, oh, mine's sitting right here. Yep. Put it on so that I'm safe while I talk to you. Yep. There we go. Put the microphone inside. There we go. <laughs> Nathaniel's on the part about Katie's story now. 
<laughs> He's living in the past. Poor Nathaniel's living in the past. Yep. Oh, it's going to be a shocker for him when he catches up. Jevin, what area are you in? Yeah, Jevin says he can't get PVC in his, PVC in his area worth anything. Yeah, the only yeah. stuff I can get around here is like from Lowe's, and that's white, and it's definitely not as good. And it's, I like the black PVC better. Yeah, I just uh, said. And it's expensive as hell. I just shipped two pallets to Joe Town, to Joe up in, uh, Wisconsin because he couldn't get it anywhere up there. Yeah, I went with you to pick up the PVC before we cut it last week. That's a lot of plastic. I was there yesterday morning, and I think they had 30 pallets of it that they brought in. So that's a lot. You wonder who else is who else is buying it from them. Once. Well, you wonder who else is buying it from them and using it and what they're using it for. He brought that in for me. He's like, I brought really? enough in to last you a few months because oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be sending pallets of it to Joe pretty regularly. It sounds like so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you being a nice guy. Well, you know, you you should help people like that. That's just the right thing to do. Yeah, but it's Joe. Should you really help people like that? Absolutely. <laughs> oh. And his venomous snakes. No one should keep venomous snakes. Facebook told me that. Right. Over and over and again. You, and if you do, you shouldn't keep them in a venom-proof cage because then you don't know how to handle them. Don't keep them in that venom-proof cage. That's too safe. Right. You don't want to be cool. too safe. Yeah. Damn, Joe Challenger out there trying to keep people from getting bit. What the hell's wrong with you? Ooh, fuck, I can't cut, quit yawning, man. I'm exhausted. I don't know why. I, I, do, I mean... Yes, my guys, I didn't do shit today. But Same. I've been there. I know you didn't put a rack together. Um, I did. I built the 50, the little experimental one today. Oh, you put that one together. That's why you're tired. That and you're full of... I put, I put in 17 screws today, man. Come on. Holy shit. And you're yeah. full of uh, Philly cheesesteak. That was... Uh, I'm so glad I found that place. Yeah, we've had it, what, four times now? <laughs> yeah, I'll say it's only been a week and you've eaten there four times. Yeah. Well, Lucas's girlfriend likes it so much. I ordered, remember, I ordered her one Friday so he could take it home. So today when I ordered, he's like, uh, you better uh, order Sydney one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so she got one again today. Oh, all right. Well, that's all I've got this week. Yeah, I ran out of stuff like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Just been rambling <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Um, I am looking forward. This weekend is going to be fun. You still have to get a hotel room, sir. Uh, it's going to be fun, except for the first part and the last part. The driving. Yeah, you're. That's a long drive for you. It's man. I don't mind the drive to Colorado because the roads are nice. Those roads in Louisiana are fucking terrible, man. Yeah, and but the problem is, you would think it's because they're old, but I've seen them put in new roads, and they're shitty, brand new. Like it's. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're such good engineers. They figured out a way to engineer bad roads or they're just really shitty. But at one point we were the worst state to road trip through. And I totally believe it. I mean, you hit the state line on I-10 and orange, get into Vinton. And it's like, you're all of a sudden on like a two lane gravel fucking road. And I'm like, this is the interstate. What's it's going on here? Yeah. You want it. And like, that's, and the state's not even responsible for that. That's the interstate. Like, that's, yeah, no. Yeah, it's crazy, man. 
It's it's our state. It's something about our state. We we can we can ruin a good road pretty quick. Tracy said they have to drive 19 hours, but Chris will be with her this time, so it won't be so bad. Sucks for you, Tracy. Yeah, we're <laughs> actually not driving home Sunday night. We're going to drive to like Lafayette and get a hotel room, stay the night, get up super early in the morning, and drive home Monday because that last time at New Orleans, after you know doing a show all weekend and packing up, and I had to make a delivery in New Orleans. Um. I fell asleep driving in like uh, around Lafayette and it scared the shit out of me. So yeah. I, uh, I'm not doing that again this time. Well, I took off Friday so I can get packed up. And as soon as Katie's off work, we're gone. Take us three hours to get down there. And I took off Monday so I can sleep in and, and rest. I'm, yeah. That three hour drive is just going to beat me up. Tracy, mm. Tracy, I feel your pain. Oh, three hours. Yeah. yeah. I need to hire a driver. No, I, I, uh, that's money that I don't want to spend. <laughs> Stop, Darren. I, I, unless I, I don't want to be a driver because I don't like driving and don't be trying to take away money for a job that I want. Right. So, but I'm ready to see everybody. It's going to be cool. The Ruas are going to be there. April's going to be there. Uh, Debbie's going to be there. Tracy but Alana and Lily won't be there. So Alana. Elana and Lily will not be there because they will be back in Texas at the No Drama Llama Pet Shop. So, but we'll see them in Stafford. I'm yes, sure. in staff infection. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, Robert, if people want to get a hold of you and order a rack that holds roaches or a single rack for one snake, what can they do? They can go to the intranex. LSReptileRacks.com or uh, Lone Star Reptile Racks Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can go to TikTok, but there's no content. <laughs> you have a TikTok? I do, apparently. I created one for the business and then have never logged into it since. Please but don't. It's out there. It's out there. Maybe you should with that new rack when you get it going, like with the lights on it, just hit them on like strobe and do a little video with some music. Do like the the challenge where the people start dressed like normal and it's got the music and then when it they do like the shotgun thing and then next thing you know they're in like their lingerie. Yeah, so do the regular the regular rack without the window and then switch Ooh, right over to it with strobe lights on. Yep. Let me, we pencil, let, me, let me pencil that in for the time that I don't have to do anything else. We already figured out your first TikTok video. Done. There you go. You know what's you, you know go. what's sad? I guess not sad. You would do that and probably sell like fifteen racks. That's how TikTok works. Probably so. So if you want to get a hold of me, it is simply underscore serpents on Instagram or simply serpents on Facebook. Or if you can get a hold of us through the podcast, it is the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Dot com. And you're playing with your little tiny hook. Your little baby hook. I don't don't even know why it's down here. <laughs> uh so yes. Come out and see us this weekend in Slidell, buy a rack. Uh, it's going to be – get there early because the lines are going to be huge. If it's anything like last time, they'll be around the building. Uh, luckily, we do get to have at least 500 people in at a time, but that's still not going to be much for that place. Well, Sean told us last weekend that the pre-sales for this show are through the roof. Yes. So come out, see us, come by. If you're listening to us, come by and say hi at our tables at Simply Bio Table. Or at the Lone Star Reptile Racks table. We're right next to each other. 
Uh, yep. Come say hi to us. So that's it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And we will talk to everybody next week. <clears throat> bye. bye.